Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Blind Analysis. My name is Tommy Ray Valdez. Today, I want to talk a little bit about my reaction to Week 10 of the NFL, and I also want to talk a little MLB news as well. So first, we will get started by talking about my reaction to Week 10 of the NFL. Lots of really good games this week. Most of these games were one-possession games. Um, I believe, um, if I heard it correctly, uh, that... Um, there's a new NFL record that was set this weekend. Uh, six games were decided by a field goal or less. Um, so it was a lot of fun to watch. And there were a couple of blowouts this weekend as well. A um, couple of blowout games. But overall, um, you know, it was a really fun and exciting weekend of football. So first, we will get started by talking about the matchup between the Seattle Seahawks and the Washington Commanders. This was a very good game to watch. I figured that my Seattle Seahawks would win this game by a touchdown. Uh, they ended up winning this game by a field goal. So um, it was a very interesting game. The Commanders, they got on the board first. Brian Robinson um, gets into the end zone um, after Sam Howell uh, throws him a little check down pass. He takes it 51 yards into the end zone to give the Commanders an early 6 to nothing lead. Joey Sly misses the extra point for the Commanders. So uh, that gives the Commanders a 6 to nothing lead. Uh, but then the Seahawks answer back with a field goal by Jason Myers. That made the score 6-3. to three. Then the Commanders extend their lead with a field goal by Joey Sly. That made the score 9-3. to three. Um, But then the Seahawks tack on a pair of field goals by Jason Myers. That ties the game up at 9-9 to nine going into halftime. So both teams off to a little bit of a slow start offensively. But then they really start to pick it up in the second half. Uh, the Commanders... They get another field goal by Joey Sly to give them a 12-9 lead. Then Geno Smith throws a little check down pass to Kenneth Walker. He takes it 64 yards into the end zone for a touchdown to give the Seahawks a 16-12 lead over the Commanders. Then a little bit later on in the game, Jason Myers tacks on another field goal to extend the Seahawks' lead to 19-12. But then that's where things started to get interesting. Sam Howell uh, finds Antonio Gibson in the end zone for a touchdown that ties the game up at 19-19. to But then the Seahawks, they jump back in front. Geno Smith finds Tyler Lockett in the end zone for a touchdown to give the Seahawks a 26-19 lead over the Commanders. But then the Commanders come back and tie this game up. Um, Sam Howell finds Deami Brown in the end zone for a touchdown that ties the game up at 26 to 26 and then late in the fourth quarter um Geno Smith throws over the middle to DK Metcalf um he fights for extra yards to get uh, the Seahawks in much closer field goal range and then Jason Myers kicks uh, the game winning field goal right as um time was about to expire um in regulation and the Seahawks go on to get the win 29 to 26 over the Commanders really good game um, you know, we saw um, ups and downs uh, from the Seahawks in this game, both offensively and defensively. Um, offensively, they got off to a little bit of a slow start in the first half. Uh, they had a little bit of trouble protecting Geno Smith in the first half, uh, but they were able to make their adjustments in the second half. Um, Geno Smith had a really good game. He threw for 369 passing yards um, and a, a pair of touchdown passes. Um, he also ran for a few yards in this game as well. That was nice to see. Um, But there were a few throws 
that Geno Smith missed in this game. Uh, there were a couple of opportunities for Geno Smith to have a few easier completions, um, but he tried to do a little bit too much at times. Um, and, uh, you know, he ended up missing a couple of throws. But other than that, Geno Smith uh, played a lot better. Uh, this week against the Commanders, and then he has been playing lately. So um, it was good to see Geno Smith play well. It was good to see him take care of the football. Um, and uh, the running backs for both teams were very interesting in this game. Not a whole lot of rushing yards for either team. Um, Kenneth Walker um, ended up with about 40 rushing yards, um, a little over 40 rushing yards. Uh, Zach Charbonnet also ended up with about 40 rushing yards as well. Um, on just six carries. So Zach Charbonnet um, has really been running the football well um, in his limited opportunities. Uh, but uh, the running backs were very productive catching passes out of the backfield um, and are very productive in getting the yards after the catch. Kenneth Walker, of course, with that long 64-yard um, touchdown uh, reception. Um, and also... Um, Brian Robinson um, had a long uh, receiving touchdown as well, um, taking it 51 yards into the end zone. So, um, you know, that was um, very interesting to see um, all those receiving yards by the running backs. Uh, but, um, you know, offensively, like I said, a little bit up and down. Uh, defensively, a little bit up and down as well. I thought the Seahawks played very well defensively in the first half. Um, but the commanders, they were able to make their adjustments in the second half. Um, you know, it was good to see Leonard Williams get his first sack as a Seattle Seahawk. Um, great to see him get his first sack as a member of the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, so that was really good to see. Um, also, uh, Draymond Jones and Bobby Wagner combined for a sack as well. Um, and Boye Mafe uh, continues um, his NFL or uh, his, excuse me, his Seattle Seahawks franchise record uh, with seven sacks in seven consecutive games. Um, that's been uh, very impressive to watch. So uh, lots of good things uh, defensively. Um, but, you know, um, the commanders, they did a really good job of making adjustments in the second half. Um, luckily, the Seahawks, they were able to hang on and win this game 29-26. to 26. Um, You know, it was great to see um, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett both get involved in this game as well. Um, DK Metcalf uh, with eight catches in this game. Tyler Lockett with seven catches and a touchdown. So he combined 15 catches uh, between um, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. Uh, last week, they both um, only had one catch. Um, so it was great to see Geno Smith get them uh, much more involved in this game. Um, overall, um, you know, it was a good win for the Seahawks um, to improve their record uh, to six and three. Um, but we're still waiting for one of those games where the Seahawks completely dominate in all phases of the game, offense, defense, and special teams. Uh, the Seahawks, they are a good team. Um, I do think that they have a really good chance of making the playoffs, uh, but in order to be a great team and in order to make a deep playoff run, they are going to have to do a better job of really dominating in all phases of the game. Um, you know, I, I think that, um, you know, I did like what we saw offensively from the Seahawks this week, but we need to see that more consistently moving forward. Um, and defensively, you know, um, 
we have been playing well as of late. Um, you know, it was a little bit of a rough effort defensively against the Commanders this week, but we were able to find a way to get the win. Uh, but it seems like, um, you know, when the offense is playing well, the defense is struggling. And when the defense is playing well, the offense is struggling. So, um, you know, overall, we just need to be more well-balanced, um, you know, as a unit. Um, and if the Seahawks could find a way to get that done, um, you know, I think uh, they can make a deep playoff run. Uh, but we'll have to wait and see uh, how the rest of the regular season plays out. Um, they do have a tougher schedule uh, the rest of the way, um, going up against some really good teams in the second half of the season. So um, we'll see how we hold up. Um, it's definitely going to be a challenge. Uh, but to hopefully the Seahawks um, can continue uh, to find ways to win games um, you know, hopefully they can start playing better um, overall as a team in all phases of the game. Um, and uh, we'll see how that goes. So that's my thoughts on the Seahawks commanders matchup. Good win for the Seahawks. Hopefully they can continue to build on that moving forward um, and continue to play some really good football. So that's my thoughts on that game. Now I want to talk about a few of the other matchups around the NFL. Um We'll begin uh, with Thursday night football. Uh, the Bears, they get the win over the Panthers. Um, I believe the score was 16-13. to 13. Uh, Really good defense by both teams. Um, Tyson Bagent was able to do just enough for the Bears to get the win. Um, and uh, it was a really good win for the Bears. Um, another interesting game um, was a really close defensive battle. Uh, between the Indianapolis Colts and the New England Patriots. Uh, that game was in Frankfurt, Germany. Um, and the Colts, they got the win 10-6 to over the Patriots uh, with a rushing touchdown by Jonathan Taylor. That was the only touchdown in that game. Um, and uh, we saw uh, Mac Jones really struggle in this game for the Patriots uh, with a big red zone interception. Um, he was benched uh, with two minutes left to go in this game. Bailey Zappi. Um, came in uh, to run uh, the two-minute drill uh, for the Patriots. Um, he ended up throwing an interception, um, and the Patriots ended up losing the game. Uh, but, um, you know, very surprising. Uh, well, not very surprising. Well, I guess, yeah, you could say it was very surprising uh, to see um, Mac Jones get benched uh, with two minutes left to go in the game. Um, not a good sign. Um, but. Um, you know, it, it was a, a very um, low-scoring game, and the Colts were able to do just enough to win that game. Um, very disappointing a loss for the Patriots. They fall to 2-8. and eight. Uh, We'll have to wait and see if Mac Jones will still be their starting quarterback moving forward, but I thought it was very strange to see him get benched with two minutes left to go in the game. Um, so another interesting game. Uh, we'll talk about some of the games that happened in the NFC West. Uh, the 49ers looks like they are back on track, getting a big win over the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, big win for the 49ers, 34-3. to um, You know, um, getting Debo Samuel back um, and getting Trent Williams back to protect Brock Purdy. Um, you know, now that the 49ers are fully healthy, looks like they might get back to dominating again. Um, really good game for Debo Samuel uh, with a big rushing touchdown. Um, also, Brandon Ayuk and George Kittle had a really good games as well. Good game for Brock Purdy. 
Um, Christian McCaffrey, uh, his touchdown streak came to an end, uh, tying an NFL record of 17 consecutive games with a touchdown. Um, impressive streaks. Um, impressive streak uh, by Christian McCaffrey. Um, 17 consecutive games with a touchdown, but that finally came to an end. But he still had a really good game. Um, but uh, the 49ers, they got a big win over the Jaguars. Their defense really played well in this game as well. Uh, they ended up uh, with five sacks and four turnovers. So, um, you know, definitely really good for Nick Bosa uh, to have Chase Young on the opposite um, on the opposite side of Nick Bosa. Uh, you know, they both played well in this game. And the Commanders uh, got a big win um, over the Jaguars. Um, the Arizona Cardinals um, against the Atlanta Falcons, uh, that ended up being a very good game as well. Um, I thought the Falcons would win this game. Um, you know, coming into this game, you know, knowing that this was going to be the first game for Kyler Murray, um, you know, I thought that he would come out a little bit rusty, but that was definitely not the case. Uh, no rust for Kyler Murray in this game. He had a very good game. Uh, you know, uh, he was very explosive. Uh, he ran the football well, uh, made a lot of nice throws in this game as well. And the Arizona Cardinals um, got the big upset win over the Atlanta Falcons. It was a close game, uh, but the Cardinals uh, and Kyler Murray, they were able to get it done. Um, and the Cardinals got the win over the Falcons. So, um, you know, looking at the NFC West of the Rams, they were on a bye this week. Uh, but the Seahawks and the 49ers um, are tied on top of the NFC West with a six and three record. Um, and uh, it was a, a really um, good game uh, for both the Seahawks and the 49ers. So um, other matchups around the NFL, uh, lots of really good games this weekend. Um, there was a, a really good game uh, between the Baltimore Ravens and the Cleveland Browns. Uh, the Ravens, um, they end up losing the game to the Browns. Um, you know, Deshaun Watson and Lamar Jackson, um, you know, uh, they both um, were able to put a lot of points on the board, uh, but they both got some help from their defenses as well. Um, both the Browns and the Ravens coming up with a pick six in this game. So, um, you know, both quarterbacks, you know, a little bit up and down in this game. Um, but uh, it was a very high scoring game. Um, and uh, the Browns ended up getting the win over the Ravens, um, and, um, you know, uh, this AFC North is getting very interesting, um, you know, with the Browns uh, beating the Ravens, um, and then the Steelers, uh, they find a way to win another one-possession game. Um, they got a win over the Green Bay Packers. Um, you know, Kenny Pickett um, continues to play well in the fourth quarter. Um and uh, they were able to win a close game over the Packers. Uh, the Bengals and Texans, that was a really good game as well. The Texans, they end up getting the win over the Bengals. Um, really good game for both C.J. Strout and Joe Burrow. Um, but in the end, it was the Texans uh, that got the win over the Bengals. Um, and, uh, you know, really good game for Devin Singletary as well. Um, doing a really good job of running the football for the Texans and uh, catching passes out of the backfield as well. Um, and the Texans, they got the win. Uh, Bengals, they had a really good game from Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow. 
uh, but the Texans um, got the win over the Bengals. And um, you look at this Texans team, uh, they now have a 5-4 and four record. Um, and uh, I think they could definitely um, make a strong case uh, to win the AFC South if they continue to play well. So keep an eye on the Texans and Jaguars, see how they do down the stretch. Um, but uh, uh, big win uh, for the Texans. Um, the Buccaneers, uh, they got a win over the Tennessee Titans, 20-6. to A little bit of a rough day uh, for Will Levis. Um, and Baker Mayfield uh, was able to do enough uh, to get the win um, over the Titans. The Buccaneers' defense really plays well. Um, and uh, the Buccaneers, they get back on track uh, with a win over the Titans. Um, the Saints and the Vikings, that was a really good game as well. Um, the Vikings, they jumped out to a 24-3 lead at halftime. Uh, but then the Saints, uh, they uh, battled their way back in the second half. Um, but the Vikings, they hung on and got the win over the Saints 27-19. Uh, Derek Carr uh, left this game um, with a concussion and a right shoulder injury. Um, and uh, Jameis Winston uh, took over for the Saints. Um, you know, he uh, did play well. He made some nice throws, um, a nice um, uh, play um, where he threw a, a deep touchdown pass to Chris Olave. Uh, but he also did have a couple of interceptions as well. Um, and uh, the Vikings, they were able to get the win over the Saints. And uh, another solid game for Josh Dobbs. Um, he continues to really play well. For the Vikings um, and the Vikings, they continue their winning streak and uh, they now have a six and four record. So they're playing some really good football. Um, another interesting game uh, was between the Detroit Lions and the L.A. Chargers. This was um, the highest scoring uh, game of the day. Um, the Lions, uh, they got the win 41 to 38 over the Chargers. Uh, both quarterbacks, Jared Goff. And Justin Herbert really played well in this game. Um, but in the end, I think the Lions running game was too much for the Chargers. Uh, Jameer Gibbs with a pair of rushing touchdowns. Um, and David Montgomery with a long 75-yard touchdown run as well. Um, so if the Lions can continue to um, get both of their running backs going um, in this offense, they're going to be very tough to beat in the second half of the season. Um, as uh, they find a way uh, to get another win uh, to improve to eight and one, um, they get a big win over the Chargers. Uh, Forty-one to thirty-eight was the score of that game, and the Dallas Cowboys continue their domination over the New York Giants. Uh, they get a big win over the Giants. Um, Forty-nine to seventeen was the score of that game, um, and. Uh, uh, the Cowboys, um, they completely dominate the Giants this season. Um, outstanding game for Dak Prescott. He ends up throwing for 404 passing yards and five touchdown passes in this game. Uh, C.D. Lamb um, ends up with a little over 150 receiving yards. Uh, Brandon Cooks ends up with about 175 receiving yards. So um, top two wide receivers for the Cowboys. Uh, they both went off in this game, um, and a solid game for Dak Prescott. 
Um, and uh, look at the Cowboys' numbers against the Giants uh, this season. Uh, they outscore the Giants. Um, I believe it was uh, 89 to 17. Um, so um, Cowboys just continue their domination over the Giants uh, this season. Um, and uh, they get a big win. Um, so um, lots of good games this week. Um, the Jets and the Raiders, uh, that was a really good um, low-scoring game. The Raiders, they end up getting the win, 16-12 to over the Jets. Um, Aiden O'Connell uh, with a big go-ahead touchdown to Michael Mayer uh, to give the Raiders uh, the win over the Jets. Um, and uh, Zach Wilson, um, you know, continues, um, you know, to struggle. Um, he did make some nice throws in this game, but a very costly interception late in the game. Um, but the Jets... Uh, their defense came up with a big stop, so they had a big opportunity to win the game. Um, Zach Wilson um, throws the Hail Mary, but it ends up falling for an incomplete pass, and the Raiders hang on and get the win over the Jets um, to improve their record uh, to 5-5. Five and five. So Raiders, um, you know, trying to climb their way back into uh, the playoff race. Uh, they are now in the thick of things, uh, trying to battle for a wild card spot. Um, and uh, Antonio Pierce, 2-0 since taking over as the Raiders head coach. So we'll see if the Raiders can continue to play well in the, sec- in the second half of the season. Um, and then uh, the game between the Broncos and the Bills. Um, you know, the Bills, they did just about everything that they could to lose this game. Um, you know, they ended up with four turnovers in this game. Josh Allen threw two interceptions. Um, and uh, the Bills also uh, with two fumbles as well, one by Josh Allen and uh, one uh, by James Cook um, to open up the ball game. Uh, but uh, James Cook ended up bouncing back, having a really good game for the Bills. Uh, but the Bills, uh, they ended up falling a little bit short in this game. Russell Wilson really played well. Um, Cortland Sutton, um, you know, of course, coming up with a big touchdown catch. Um, he really played well in this game. A uh, pretty good game for Jerry Judy as well. Um, you know, he made some nice catches when he needed to. Um, and uh, the Broncos, um, they all of a sudden now have a four and five record. Uh, they have won three games in a row. Um, and they're uh, trying to climb back into this um, AFC wildcard picture as well. So, um, you know, it'll be really interesting to uh, continue to watch these games uh, the rest of the second half of the season. Uh, lots of teams still in contention. Um, so it's going to be very exciting to watch. So um, we'll have to wait and see what happens. But, um, you know, this was another very fun weekend of football. Um, and um, looking forward uh, to week 11. Can't wait to see what's in store for week 11. But week 10 um, might have been the best weekend of football this year. It was a lot of fun to watch. So that's my thoughts on the latest um NFL games. Uh, now I want to talk a little MLB news. Um, congratulations to Julio Rodriguez uh, winning his uh, second Silver Slugger Award uh, for the Mariners. Um, he had a really good season swinging the bat this year. Um, you know, I obviously thought that um, he probably should have won the Gold Glove as well. Um, but, um, you know, I'm a little biased being a Mariners fan. Um, but, uh, Really good season overall for Julio Rodriguez. Um, and also uh, the Rookie of the Year awards were announced. Um, Gunnar Henderson 
wins the Rookie of the Year award for the Baltimore Orioles. Um, he had a very good season for the Orioles, um, you know, with 28 home runs, um, 82 RBIs. Um, very good rookie season for Gunnar Henderson. Um, and uh, Corbin Carroll um, wins uh, the National League uh, Rookie of the Year award. Um, of course, uh, he helped the Diamondbacks uh, make a World Series run where they just came up a little bit short um, to the Texas Rangers. Uh, but Corbin Carroll had a very strong season with 25 home runs, 75 RBIs, and 54 stolen bases. Um, very good rookie season for Corbin Carroll. Very good outfielder as well. Um, so um, those are your MLB Rookie of the Year Award winners. Um, we'll have to wait and see uh, the rest of the awards. Uh, the Manager of the Year Awards, uh, the Cy Young Awards, um, and also uh, the MVP Awards. So um, we'll uh, keep an eye on that, and we'll talk about that um, a little bit more on the next podcast episode, uh, a little bit more over the next couple of podcast episodes. So um, that's my thoughts on everything for today. Um, like I said, great NFL week, um, and um, you know it was definitely a lot of fun to watch. So uh, that's my thoughts on everything. I just want to leave you guys with a little Bible verse before I go. Um, one of the very first Bible verses I learned, um, you know, when I was uh, just a little guy um, was uh, from uh, Psalms chapter four. Um, and this was a Bible verse that uh, my grandparents taught me. Um, they taught me this Bible verse in Spanish uh, when I was a little kid. Um, and it always stuck with me. Um, and, you know, as I got older and, um, you know, as I started spending more time um, in God's word, um, you know, I came across this Bible verse in English and, um, you know, I was like, oh, that's how you say it in English. So um, definitely a um, really good Bible verse um, from Psalms chapter four. And it says, um, in peace, I lay down and sleep for you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. Uh, this is an incredible reminder to all of us um, that no matter what comes our way, we can sleep peacefully at night knowing that God is always with us um, and knowing that God is always fighting our battles for us. Um, you know, God is always going ahead of us. Uh, you know, God um, knows um, the solution before we even have the problem. So always trust in God. Um, you know, always trust in the Lord, trust in his plan for your life and know that God has a plan and a purpose for you. Um, and know that no matter what you face in life, God is in control and God is always with you wherever you go. So I just want to leave you guys with that reminder today. Thank you guys for listening. God bless you guys. Always remember that God is love and God is good all the time. Once again, thank you guys for listening and I'll see you guys next time. Um, go Mariners and go out and make some uh, big off-season moves, and go Hawks. Let's continue to play well. See you guys next time.